And welcome to the latest edition of the firmware update, the E3 finale. <laughs> I'm one of your hosts, Matt Malcolm Spinetti. Joining me as always, Joe Garcia. How you doing? Only Two 23 left. weeks after the... <laughs> they're only three weeks later. Here's our final E3 episode. Uh, yeah, apologies for that. Like Things fell apart for us uh, schedule-wise, but... We're back. We're here to deliver the epic finale, the final two, so to speak. Yeah. Sony and Nintendo, arguably two of the most looked forward to conferences. Mm -hmm. And so we'll get right on to it, as I'm sure you guys have been waiting forever to find out what happened here. Now, for those <laughs> for those keeping track of uh, the game we, me and Joe have been playing, it is currently seven to three, seven to four, excuse me. In favor of the champion, that's me, as we head into Sony. Now, Joe, real quick. Uh, this is an interesting conference. A, a lot of people, it, you either liked this or <laughs> you thought it was the worst conference there. <laughs> it sure was an interesting direction to go. Interesting. Yeah, it is. Uh, I don't foresee them going this direction next year. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Yeah, so we start things off and... Uh, Interestingly enough, we're not in the conference room or a conference room every time. We are, for what all shapes and purposes, a church. And it's very weird. You have like a ton of people just standing there. And then out comes Sean Layden. And this feels like it was filmed for public access. I don't know how you felt about <laughs> it. But he welcomes us. And uh, we start things off right as we go to, a, what was it, a guitarist that came out for us? <laughs> Yeah, the it's the guy who made the soundtrack for Last of Us. Yeah, but he did a little number here as uh, on a banjo. On a ba a banjo, six, thank a six, you. Six string banjo, I believe. But like, as uh, we we uh, begin with essentially the highlight here, and not at all what I was expecting here. But uh, yeah, we actually get some. Not we get like a cutscene and a full-on gameplay footage of Last of Us Part Two, mm -hmm. And uh, we got, like, what was... I, I believe it was, like, 11 minutes and 30 seconds of gameplay footage. Yeah. And it, I enjoyed it. It looked like one of the most submersive gameplay footages ever. Like, like it was, like, little things. Like, when Ellie, you're, who was, you know, the attraction here... As she's like running around killing people and she finds like an arrow in somebody, we actually see the animation of her pulling the arrow out as opposed to her just standing next to it. So the guy yeah. hitting X and the arrow disappears. <laughs> and uh, it was very visceral. It, it looked like a full on cutscene that we were controlling, in my opinion. Uh, how did you feel about this one? Well, I mean, the game looked as impressive as, as you would expect for, for, you know, a Naughty Dog production. Um, it's, yeah, I mean, I don't know, it's it's hard to say anything about it at this point, because it's, you know, it's kind of in the same boat as Spider-Man, it's like, where we've seen a lot of this game already, uh, we kind of just want to know when it's actually going to be out for us to buy. Well, it's interesting, uh, this was the first real gameplay footage we've seen, we've just seen, like, a bunch of, like, video and what have you, and it's yeah. interesting, you say that, yeah, that, you know, we, we're already on board, it's like, we're pretty much on board since the moment we saw the logo, so it's like, okay, yeah. it's Naughty Dog, they know what they're doing. It's, yeah. But um, go yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, like, this really nailed it home for me. Like, you can see, like, Naughty Dog is growing, which is weird to say because they usually make, like, perfect tens or at least reasonably close to one every single game. But it looks like they're putting a lot of their fundamentals here. The It, it looked fantastic. Just, not only that, and the cut scene with Ellie, which, mm. uh, how did you feel about it? Just out of curiosity, where, you know, 
she's kissing the girl, which it's interesting. Like a lot of people have said came out of left field, but you know, if you played the DLC, uh, no, it, it, this, this was, no, no, it's like, yeah, you know, exactly what, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it, it was, it was weird, right? Cause it's like, it goes from this like heartfelt, you know, like, yeah, they're, they're in like a barn and a, like some fucking tents or some shit. Uh, and then it transitions to Ellie murdering dudes for like 10 minutes straight. Um, and then it transitions out of that to <clears throat> back to back to them dancing. Uh, and yeah, like, I don't know, like, it's it's weird, right? Because I, I like it, the, the Last of Us was a game that, you know, I enjoyed very much with like pretty much everybody else. Um, it's just weird that they're they're so I don't know. It feels weird that they're I don't know, like they, like the game seems to be that they want to really sell it on the ultraviolence of the game, which is fine, I guess. Um, and, you know, like, I'm not opposed to the violence in the game. It's just weird that this is the selling point for the game. Uh, when I feel like, you know, the character interactions themselves are, are just as part, large a part of it. Uh, I don't know. So, and I'm just realizing I'm on my previous notes for Sony at E3 right now. But anyway, so I, I enjoyed it. I thought that, you know, this game is going to be quite interesting to say the least but anyway we move on from this interestingly enough we go we go from this all the way to uh essentially not mark cerny sid schumann and ryan clements and a few others as essentially right now everybody is leaving and going to the real auditorium and for i don't know about you joe for a little bit i was a little worried that this would be the tale of the tape where we since they were talking about the big four, we'd go to like one area dedicated f- to one of the four games, and it mm. would just be like people moving to like four dif- different theaters. Thankfully, once this move was finished, they were just like, "F it, we'll just shoot everything here." But uh, we go to we go to them, and they talk about some little things here and there, uh, namely that God of War is getting a new game plus, mm-hmm. and uh, on top of that, uh, this is where we get some like interesting stuff as they talk about um, black ops uh, three this is where we find out it's free as of tonight if you're on playstation plus so there you go uh and they talk a lot about destiny 2 as uh they show off the new trailer for the expansion pack mm. and i don't know if you saw this but to me it felt pretty symbolic of destiny in a nutshell <laughs> the state of it right now uh, so well the the trailer there's like one interesting character for the NPC side, and that's the one voiced by, voiced by Nathan Thillion. Uh-huh. And it's like the one of the few enjoyable aspects, uh, at least in my opinion, with Destiny. And mm-hmm. the trailer is essentially an enemy taking out a gun and shooting Nathan Thillion in the head. <laughs> I was like, if that's not an analogy for the state of this game. <laughs> uh but they show that off. They show some stuff out for Black Ops 4, namely maps and what have you, and you know how that ties into Black Ops 3, because some of the maps from there are going to move over to here. Uh, we get a, a little uh, montage for some VR games, games and uh, they talk a little bit about Days Gone. Uh, they talk about some games called Twin Mirror, Ghost Giant. Ghost Giant actually looked pretty cute. That was the one where you're the Ghost Giant in the VR with the VR headset and like all these little characters are reacting around you and there's a whole story going sort of like an iron giant, except you're the iron giant type of deal. <laughs> okay. And uh beat saber, which is probably a game you guys have seen multiple times on Facebook. 
It's yeah, it's 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 already available on 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 VR on PC. I think like I've heard people talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's an interesting. This is one of those games that I'll never be able to play effectively for the rest of my life. It, <laughs> essentially, you got the red and blue lightsaber, and you're just like trying to cut the blue and red ones with the correct stick. As they come in, and this would be a fantastic fitness slash memorization game, game I would imagine. But I, I'd, this is one I'd probably need to get in shape to play. <laughs> but I, to me, this was interesting because one, this was sort of like the downer of the conference, hands down. But at the same time, I kind of feel like they did that because they didn't want to put Black Ops Four, <laughs> which has been getting kind of panned because there's no story mode, and the big thing they have is Battle Royale, which everyone has. And they still want sixty bucks for it, and mm. and Destiny Two, which is not too popular. So a part of me wonders if Sony didn't want to show this in front of a live audience, and that's why they inserted this here. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, on the other hand, too, like it's already a thing that people already knew it was coming anyway. It's like, yeah, it's expansion. It's part of the expansion pass. Um, so it's not like a bombshell thing to show. So like, like it's pretty easy to see why they they took it away from the main stage. Mm. So. We then go from there, and then we finally enter the stage. And this is where things got back on track, or at least started getting getting back in there. As we cut to Ghost of Shishimi, Shishima, excuse me. <laughs> and holy cow, what a beautiful looking game. Uh, yeah. How, how did you feel on this one, buddy? Um, see, now this game looks pretty damn incredible. Um, you know, like, you know, we spent all these years wondering where the fuck Sucker Punch went after... Uh, <clears throat> second son, uh, infamous second son, and you're like, what the hell are they gonna do? Where's our new infamous game? And they and they're like, nope, it's this. And you're like, well, okay. Uh, and to be able to finally see what it is, it's yeah, look, it look, it was very impressive. I was super impressed by it. Yeah, it's like yeah, I'll, I'll try to do it justice, but I'm really not going to. It's like number one, the graphics just look absolutely beautiful. It reminds me of Second Son and just how scenic and wonderful they how they bring Japan to life. Uh, you see this lone samurai get on a horse, and you know horse transportation confirmed. Uh, and all of a sudden, you see some people running, and he goes to take on some brigands. And most notably, there are no there are no life bars. In fact, it kind of reminds me of a very old uh, uh, PlayStation game called Bushido Blade. I don't know if you remember that one, Joe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and uh, in that there are no life bars for the enemy. In fact, it's very possible to one shot people, which is yeah. Most most kills in that game are one shot. Yeah, which is very true to, like, actual sword fighting, because you're not going to be trading blows back and forth for an extended period of time. Like, no, if you're doing it right, like, uh, the first kill of the game is actually, like, a quick draw, sort of like mm -hmm. a, from, like, an anime like R Roroni Kenshin or what have you, where he just unsheaths his sword and slashes in one slick movement, and the enemy's like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> then you uh, basically go in, and you meet up with a ninja character who you guys join to kill one guy really quick then you go to free a monk uh they show off some of the stealth kills and that it sort of reminded me uh i hate to say it but kind of like arkham where he jumps a guy and then he's in slow motion and he selects another target then selects another target and ki and take and kills all of them <laughs> and but but just misses the one guy who calls the mongols as he kills him through there and he gets the monk. They're about to leave, and all of a sudden, the ninja who's helping you turns heel and hits <laughs> and hits you with the steel chair. Now, fires an arrow, says, "Let the guy go. He killed my family, or something of that measure." You then engage in one of the most beautiful 
<laughs> sword fights I've ever seen in my life because you got all these roses, rose petals flying around you, or sakura petals. There probably are, <laughs> and like all of a sudden, <clears throat> remind me a lot of uh, the end of Metal Gear Solid Three. Yes, thank you. That that is very true. And then all of a sudden, all these explosions start to happen as the Mongols make their way closer and closer. Before they finally get there, and they put aside their differences to take out the Mongols, and good God Almighty, this game looked great. I can I am <laughs> fully on board. I'm so fully on board. Now, sadly, this is where I got one of my predictions wrong. As I predicted, uh, Ghost of uh, Shishima would have the longest demo, and I just missed it. This was out of the four. This was the second longest at 11 and 52 minutes. Uh, I'm going by the... Uh, by the PlayStation channel's official time. Uh, mm. Last of Us beat it with 13, but uh, if I'm recalling right, it, uh, Ghost was at 11.50. Spider-Man was at 11.30, believe it or not. I actually thought Spider-Man beat it, but it did not. And uh, Death Stranding, spoiler, was at 9 minutes and 52 seconds. <laughs> so just missed out on that point, but... Uh, anyway, coming back to it, I'm fully on board with this game as of now. Well, how about you, Joe? Wait, what was that? I'm fully on board with this oh. game. I'm. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, pre-ordering the heck out of it. Uh, then from there, we uh, started to get some some of the games that, you know, that are not of the big four, but were announced. And uh, one of them is Control, who red flag right off the bat, made by the people who did Quantum Break. And... Um, mm. It's interesting because I looked at this and I thought, oh, my God, this is cool. Like, it does look like a cool-looking game, but then again, so did Quantum Break. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, Quantum Break was the one bad game they made. Uh, you know, they also created Max Payne. They did uh, Alan Wake. They, they, they do good work over there, typically. <laughs> right. uh, on top of that, I don't see a TV show tie into this at all, so I think we're safe here. Yeah. yeah. So I'll be keeping my fingers crossed. Now, the next one, Joe, I don't know about you, but this is where my height meter just exploded, jumped off a cliff as uh, very interesting. It actually kind of reminded me of Seven and how they presented this. But, at, you know, the trailer starts. We have no idea what it is. And we see, like, a creature crawling on the ground. I actually thought it was a cockroach or something. And the creature, the creature is, like, running around the ground. You start hearing sounds of a struggle and the creature starts running by an old school playstation one and uh lots of cereal boxes and what have you and all of a sudden you start hearing screaming as the guy's in pain telling him to get back and uh all of a sudden the shelf falls on the creature killing it it's a rat call back to how the virus spoiler got spread uh. in the first place and then you look up and you see this creature biting into some guy's neck and all of a sudden a bullet takes him out as with the screen, as the camera pans to a very young Leon Kennedy, and <laughs> it is the Resident Evil Two remake that's been talked about for a little while now, and it is made with uh, the Resident Evil Seven engine, except not first person, as the, they announced, as they also talked explained that a lot of that was due to the fact that they wanted VR for it, and uh, the game looks magnificent. Joe, what did you think? Joe? Oh, there you go. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I, I had to mute my mic to cough, and then it wouldn't unmute. <laughs> um, it looked great. Like um, like you said, they, they've been kind of talking about this game for a while, but it's like, you know, like, they, they'd already remade, you know, Zero and, and you know, the original RE. Uh, and those games look great, but, uh, you know, like, RE2, like, kind of has 
a certain amount of pressure to it because, you know, that's largely considered the best one before a four came along. Uh, and, yeah, like, I think they've done a pretty good job of, of remaking that game. It looks pretty pretty terrific. Um, Go ahead. No, no. That's, that's it. Did you see any of the 20-minute uh, uh, gameplay footage that came out? Uh, no. Uh, it's mainly in the, uh, in the police station. We get to see some... They do. A, they take a few liberties in changing the level and the outlook. There's like extra rooms. Uh, the zombies look fantastic. Like they all look unique. And you know, if you shoot one in the head, then the battle damage stays. Like it'll have a hole in its mouth, or if it's wearing a hat, it'll fly off, or something like that. And it's little touches like that are just great. And yeah, but ah, it looks wonderful. It's interesting to see this and then go back to Resident Evil Two, which at the time I thought had the greatest graphics. So. <laughs> that I've yeah. seen. And you're like, oh, well, wow, okay. <laughs> Still a classic game. I totally agree with Joe that 2 and 4 are arguably the best in the series. But I cannot wait for this to come out. I believe it's coming out in January, they announced, or the 29th. If yeah, I yeah. But yeah, that is definitely a pre-order worthy game right there. And then from there, Joe, we get arguably the highlight of the show. As we get introduced to Bathtub Guy. <laughs> Uh, as uh, we get introduced to Trover Saves the Universe, which is made by the guys who make Rick and Morty, mm. who this is like their second game already. Like it just came like last year that they did like the Accountant Simulator Plus or whatever that game is called. No, they they um, do they publish it? I don't know. They they have a Rick and Morty VR game already. Um, oh wow, so that's three. Goddamn. Yeah. <laughs> But this is funny. It was, just, it was basically bathtub guy playing playing the game and reviewing it, as uh, you know. Inevitably, the ba- the TV falls in the bathtub, killing him. Which sounds dark, but it was actually kind of funny. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did you think of this one, buddy? Uh, looks pretty good. I'm glad that you'll be able to play it in you know on a regular PS4 as well as you know PlayStation VR. Um, so I, I might check it out when it's out. Definitely. And then we go to Kingdom Hearts 3, and this is where I groaned for a bit, but it was actually different footage. <laughs> it was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> As we get to see, Pirates of the Caribbean is confirmed to be in the game, and it sounds like they got a much better guy to pretend to be Johnny Depp for this one, so that's fantastic. And something that stuck with me from this trailer was just how out there the combat is. As it starts with Sora... Actually doing ship fighting, where you're, like, aiming the cannons and driving the ship and shooting different stuff. Then jumping onto the ships and fighting off Heartless in there. Then jumping into the ocean, fighting Heartless in the ocean, until you eventually popping out of the water. Basically taking over a flying Heartless, and then taking on <laughs> other flying Heartless. I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but... The game looked good. You get little snippets of story, and yeah, it's great. And like I'm on board. January 29th once again. So, uh, yeah. what what did you think of this one? If did you see this one out of curiosity? Oh yeah, I mean, I, I watched the conference, so yeah, I saw it. But um, yeah, I'm not gonna play it. But I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad it's coming out for everyone who cares. All right. Speaking for everyone who cares, we got Death Stranding as. Uh, this was uh, one of the few uh, few that I got right. In fact, I think it's the only one one I got right. As I said, there would be gameplay footage of Death Stranding, and it would make even less sense afterwards, and I feel mm-hmm. confident in getting that point there. <laughs> uh, this one got the ire of a few people, as uh, 
It's a lot of it is uh, Norman Reedus walking or climbing or traversing various stuff. And you get some, we got a, like a little bit of idea on uh, these invisible monsters as the reason why you see plants growing in their footsteps and why stuff seems to decay or what have you. It's like in their presence, time moves forward, I guess. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to have to explain this to Sandra as I'm playing this game. <laughs> yeah, good luck explaining it to yourself, Stephen. Oh God! So, and you know, you get to see the infamous baby, which. I, what, what I suspect is that baby is sort of like your extra life. So like going <laughs> with, the, yeah, it's like going with the whole, you know, wherever they step, time moves forward. When your character dies, then that baby ages is actually a clone of Norman Reedus. So he mm. ages to about the age of Norman Reedus was when he dies and Norman's soul goes into it. You know, this game's not going to make any sense. God damn it. It doesn't make any sense now. <laughs> Uh, we got to see some gameplay footage, uh, namely of him trying to sneak around and failing on these uh, invisible enemies and yeah. what have you. Uh, very interesting. Uh, Joe, how- <laughs> how'd you feel on this one? Uh, man, I don't know. Like, I, I, I'm going to play this game Yeah, as soon as it's out. But at this point, I think they should just stop showing it because no one knows what it is. <laughs> yeah. Like, at this point... You know, they, they should have shown some actual game. I mean, and looking at it, like, it looked like it was an engine gameplay of him just walking around, yeah. you know, these landscapes. But I'd like to see what the actual gameplay loop is. <laughs> like, what's the loop? What am I actually doing in here? It's like Kojima said, you know what was the best part of Metal Gear 3 when you're climbing that long-ass uh, ladder? Let's make an entire <laughs> game of that. We're just traveling. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I'm with you. I'm going to be playing this at launch too. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, I, I don't know what this game's about. I and mean, granted, that's classic Kojima because he typically doesn't come out with like a, a large amount of info about the game unless he does a demo or something, which I could see him doing, honestly, releasing a demo for this. Mm. But uh, yeah, it's like you're pretty, if you, you know if you're on board with this game or not by now or at the very least at launch it's like oh gosh but yeah i'm excited you know i'm curious to see what he does with it it's gonna be very interesting yeah i I, i'm i'd be okay to not see this game again until they have a fucking release date for it there's gonna be three more shows uh next we go to what for me was kind of a surprise but we essentially get the announcement for neo 2 as it kind of felt like a middle finger to sekiro which was announced in the xbox conference it's like, oh, you're gonna make an RP. You're gonna make a Samurai Souls game. Well, we already have one, and we're making a sequel. It's like, all right, yeah. let the games begin. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure this is all planned out months ago. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I don't think it went out that way. But <clears throat> you don't think that the, you know, Sean Layden did the announcement. It's like they want to play ball. We're gonna play ball. <laughs> it's no, I don't think that's how it works. It's like. <laughs> and some intern was telling Lane, it's coming out on our system too. They want to play ball. <laughs> <laughs> I want their families dead. No. <laughs> anyway. So, but yeah, I'm excited. I actually enjoyed the first Neo. I thought it was a very interesting way to present the Souls game. And I, I thought they brought enough to the table, sort of like the Surge, where it stood out from, from them and brought something new. So I'm curious to see what they do. Yeah. All right, now, here comes a game that Joe is just dying to see more footage of. 
<laughs> he was like telling me, man, I know we've seen like four goddamn times gameplay footage, but fifth time's a charm. <laughs> <laughs> As we close the night with Spider-Man. Now, mm. and they pretty much did the, like, the the thing that I was expecting them to. Like, we were like, well, what else could they show? Like, uh, boss fights. And boy, did they show <laughs> boss fights. Yeah. <laughs> As uh, they went, to, Spider-Man goes to a location that I honestly was not expecting. He goes to the raft, a, pr- a prison in the middle of the ocean that you may remember from Civil War, where it's like <laughs> this heavy max prison in the middle of the ocean for supervillain. Mm. And... and we see some fantastic uh, swinging physics and what have you. As it begins with him hunting down Electro, which then goes to him bumping into Rhino, who the two escape, and then into Vulture and into Scorpion. And then finally having a big duke out on the roof where Mr. Negative does a run-in. <laughs> and uh, as they're fighting and they've got Spider-Man pinned down, he looks up and sees a sixth figure and says, You... And that's where they cut the footage. And uh, just out of curiosity, Joe, what did you think of this footage here? Um, much just like uh, Last of Us Two. Like I've been super on board with this game since they announced it, uh, and you know everything they showed is super amazing and impressive. Uh, but I'm kind of just ready for it to be out. Uh, and thankfully, that's only two months from now. Yeah, you don't have too much farther left. Uh, the game looked great. The the web slinging, the, especially the chase scene with uh, him. It was essentially him chasing Electra throughout the level and dodging lightning bolts throughout the throughout the entire level. I thought it was really well done. Uh, they also would follow this up. <laughs> yes, there was more footage show. Is uh, not on this show, but afterwards they did show like twenty minutes of him roaming around New York, which looks just wonderful. And even had a boss fight with Shocker, which looked pretty cool, too. So, uh, needless, once again, yeah, I'm totally on board with this game. I'm actually saving up money to buy it as we speak. And, uh, yeah, and uh, like like Joe said, only a few months away. Uh, I think this is going to be a very nice Game of the Year contender for sure. Yeah. And that's where we ended it. Joe, do you remember some of the stuff we predicted on this one? Well, for me, I got zero out of out of my five predictions. Uh well, because what I've got here, uh, where that Red Dead Redemption 2 would get a, a stage presence, that so, did not happen. Mm. <clears throat> uh, Horizon Zero Dawn getting a sequel did not happen. <laughs> the Last of Us 2 getting a fall 2018 release date did not happen. No. <laughs> uh, uh, Spelunky 2 being released that day did not happen. Uh, and PlayStation VR getting a montage featuring new games. No. That was my first no, it was like a heavy presence, and no. If it's any consolation, Joe, honestly, you and I need to step our step up our prediction games. As I got one out of five, uh, or maybe Sony has to have a more exciting conference next year. Because <laughs> man, yeah, our conference would have kicked ass. <laughs> yeah, this, conf- this conference would have ruled. Uh, I predicted Bloodborne two. Sadly, no. <laughs> uh, this is the one infuriated me because I thought I was going to get this. Dreams getting a release date. I, I didn't mention it in the review, but in between, like, every trailer, we got, like, this little interlude done with dreams. Yeah. Like, it just beat some people playing. I'm like, okay, this is building up to the release date. No. <laughs> no, they didn't even mention it. Uh, Death Stranding, I predicted it would be first quarter of 2019. Uh, no, I don't think we have a release window yet at all for that game. Uh, I predicted Ghost would have the longest demo. Just missed that. And the one I got right was gameplay footage of Death Stranding, and uh, yep, we did get that. Yeah. So score is eight to four. 
<laughs> going into Nintendo. Uh, and with only three predictions for Nintendo, that likes in your victory, buddy. It does. Still the champion, <laughs> which Joe will forget next year, but hey. Definitely will. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. What, what, what were your thoughts overall on this Sony show? It's weird. Like, I've heard the complaints about it, and honestly, I can't disagree. Like, I... I appreciated what they were going for with uh, the special section for The Last of Us Part Two because that is a special game. But at the same time, I never want to see Sid Schumann at a conference ever again. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I did agree that it sort of took took the momentum out of it. But at the same time, out of all the conferences, this had the games I was most excited for. So it's like all four of their mega games I'm totally down for. Uh, Control... For as much as it sounded like I was like critiquing it, actually looked really badass, and I'm really interested in that. Uh, Resident Evil 2 remake, I am super, super down for. And yeah, I just enjoyed a lot of the stuff on here. So like out of it, I got like I was the most hyped. Like even the like Neo 2 was a pleasant surprise for me. I like that. Kingdom Hearts 3 got a different trailer, even though I'm kind of sick of seeing the game at this point, just release it. Mm. But yeah, for me, it was the it was the conference of the show. However, if if it's not for you, I completely understand at the same time. It's weird. Yeah, yeah it definitely was not <laughs> for me. Uh, I'd probably say out of the three, uh, I mean, I don't know. I feel like Microsoft kind of ran away with it this year uh, mm. out of the big three. And then Sony and Microsoft were kind of like fighting, or Sony and Nintendo were kind of just like very distant second and third uh, on account of neither of their conferences being all that great either. Uh, and we'll talk more about Nintendo very shortly. But but yeah, as far as Sony's concerned, like, you know, to focus on these four games um, and have like three of them not have even a release window. And then the one that does is out in like fucking two months. Uh, it felt like a weird way to focus that show. Uh, you know, like they could have maybe instead of putting Spider-Man there, uh, maybe talk more about some of the games that they announced. Like it maybe, I mean, I don't know. It's it's the format that they they feel like they painted themselves into a corner with that format uh, between you know like the oh yeah we're gonna focus real big on these four and you know we're gonna have this weird panel outside uh, where <laughs> where the people that are attending the conference have to watch us on TV <laughs> like everybody else and we talk to the people working on the Last of Us. Uh, for 10 minutes outside for some reason. Like, I don't know. Like, not, no part of uh, Sony's conference was, I don't know, coherent, <laughs> I thought. It was weird. Yeah, it, it was an interesting first attempt, I thought. Uh, I, I, I appreciated them because I honestly was not expecting gameplay footage for all four games, but they did show gameplay footage for all, all four games. Very, uh, I mean, you kind of expect... I mean, when they said that, <clears throat> yeah, we're going to go hard on these four games, it's like, yeah, you expect gameplay footage uh and even now with death stranding it was barely fucking there <laughs> but i, I did enjoy that i do agree with you that it would have been nice to at least have a release year for all the games at, at least or something of that measure but i guess they're trying to be careful with that which is fine and uh to be fair like ghost i was super hyped for like yeah i, I was interested before i'm now hyped for it uh yeah you know, uh, Death Stranding, you know, it's a Kojima game. I'm not expecting to understand it at all until I pop it in. Uh, I don't know if you've heard some of the interviews, but uh, a lot of developers have played the game, like, almost, it feels like almost in its entirety. Like, it's that far along. And one developer famously 
rightly said that about four or five hours in, it starts to make sense. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> Which, yeah, yeah, that sounds like a Kojima game. <laughs> oh, uh, man. It's just, man, they, they just shouldn't have announced this Stranding so early. Because, I mean, they announced that game basically as soon as they were fucking planning it out, even before they got any actual development work on it. They're yeah. like, yeah, we're, 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 not, we're making this game with Sony. Like, and now it's time to go look for an engine for you guys. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> you, know, you know what Remember it's... Remember that? Yeah, yeah. And they... Like Kojima's little world tour of like Sony Worldwide Studios of looking for a fucking engine to use for his game. It's like, what the fuck? You know what it kind of reminded me of? Uh, when UFC signed CM Punk. <laughs> like, because like, Kojima literally just got the heck out of, out of Konami. And uh, they were right there like, yeah, we're signing you up, buddy. <laughs> Man, I, I'm upset at how apt of a comparison that is. <laughs> Hopefully this turns out better than, than his, his MMA performance. The, the game will be two and a half minutes long. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I think it will in the end. But uh, just out of curiosity, one final question on Sony. Do you agree with how they ended it, or do you think one of the other three should have closed the show? Um, I don't know. On the one hand, I guess I understand them closing with the game that's out the soonest. Mm. Uh, on the other hand, it would have been cool to see maybe a game that we knew the least about. <laughs> maybe, like, close it with, with uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, I just probably would have ended with that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean... It was just it was not a good show. I don't think. I, oh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I could have also. I, I, I think I would have closed it off with uh, Last of Us Part Two. Granted, we don't have a uh, a release window for that yet, but it, I felt that was the one that people were really talking about afterwards. But all right, are you ready to go on to Nintendo, buddy? Uh, yes. All right. We close things out with Nintendo 2018. This is not a live conference, of course. This is all pre-recorded. Yeah, this is, uh, you know, they've been doing this for a few years now. Yeah, so but yeah. it's worked out for them, I guess. Yeah, they, they, you know, they, 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 they built a company on this. So, yeah. So we start things off with the game that everyone wants to play. Daemon X Machina, mm. 2019. Moving on, we go. On. <laughs> I mean, it looked cool. I, I guess. I was, like, <laughs> I was literally, what the fuck is this? When I was watching it, and then it was like 2019. Like, all right, we we got more out of that than we got out of the fucking Neo Two reveal. It was basically just a logo. Uh, okay, we got we got gameplay footage. You you got it there. <laughs> so, <laughs> we got more gameplay footage out of that than we got a fucking Death Stranding. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> we know, we have an idea of what that game's going to be. It's a Kojima game. You're not going to have any idea what it's going <laughs> to be, man. <laughs> oh, my God. So we go from that to a game that I'm kind of confused about, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, Farna, The Golden Country. Uh, just out of curiosity, is this like a prequel? Is this DLC oh, for it's, the... It's DLC. It's DLC. DLC, okay. So yeah, It's part of the... They sold the season pass for that game, and that's that's part of it. It's confusing right. because you can buy this part. You can buy this at retail in a box separately, uh, and it gives you the expansion pass, but it does not give you the full game. So, so you have to buy the game also. So I don't know. Yeah, that is weird, dude. <laughs> yeah, like I, I guess they're putting the DLC on, on a on a cartridge, which is I guess nice if you don't want to fucking download. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's a code. I have no fucking idea. It's weird. So okay, so prequel DLC, and it's going to be out September two thousand eighteen. Yeah, I is that a game you've been you that you've been wanting to check out at all? Because uh, like I looked at it in the corner of my eye, it's like this looks all right, 
don't know if I want to spend 200 hours on a, on a JRPG again well, anytime soon. You know, it's funny you bought it because it's funny you say that because I did buy it at launch. And uh, <laughs> You haven't played it at all? I, I've played it. I, I've gotten like a few, I'm quite a few hours into it, but as you brought up, it's a 200 hour plus game <laughs> and other stuff came out and like eventually I was like, oh, yeah. I want to do something else, man. It's a, it's not a bad game. It's actually pretty well done. Uh, the dubbing in English is atrocious, I will say. So I, I play on the Japanese version. But, <laughs> but the combat is very interesting, and there's a lot of uh, strategy that goes into it. Uh, I, and the story is pretty interesting as uh, far as what happens there. But uh, it's a fun game. It's just like, unless you have the time to spare for it, you know, you may want to save your money so not do like no no disrespect to the game like i said it's actually pretty fun but uh yeah it's it's big <laughs> <laughs> so we go from there to my least favorite corporate representative ever reggie fizume <laughs> i've said this before he comes off as every manager i've ever had in my life where it's like no no trust me us taking away your commission is a great thing like he's that corporate guy who will defend that corporate message and so he comes in and he talks I, I don't think Reggie's ever done something like that though. <laughs> take away people well to be I don't know if they make commission at Nintendo so that's <laughs> no what I'm saying like the things that he says to the public I don't think there's a, an equivalent to that but <laughs> um, well, I would quit like uh, you remember that time he was on the game awards and this is like one of two times I felt for uh, Jeff Keeley where they had him on, and they were talking about a big Nintendo announcement. And it turned out to be Cranky Kong in Cranky uh, <laughs> Kong Country. And if you go back to that footage, like, it's obvious Jeff Keighley's trying to fish for something else. Like, he can't seriously have flown all the way here just to announce <laughs> Cranky Kong. Like, like, hey, I noticed you got a Metroid pin on there. Anything about Metroid? Like, no, I just like Metroid. Why? What do you think? <laughs> and it... He's just punking this poor guy out. <laughs> yeah, not great. No, it wasn't. But he's like, but Reggie, to his credit, he's like, oh, this is great that Cranky Kong's in here. Trust me, all the people are going to be happy about that. Like, get out of here. But anyway. <laughs> so anyway, Reggie comes and talks about Pokemon Let's Go. As uh, Pokemon Let's Go is going to be in two versions. Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. And uh, so I want to tell you one thing I'm concerned about with this game. Okay, Joe? What's that? All right. Now, if you notice, like, uh, the, at the parts where they're, you're, they're capturing the monster, you swipe mm. up to throw the Pokeball, right? Right. So now I don't know if you remember Pokemon Go and uh -huh. how you could miss with the Pokeball. Uh-huh. Do you think that's going to be a thing where I'm going to need to buy, like, 90 Pokeballs because, like, three of them are going to miss every single time I bump into a creature? I mean, maybe. I yeah. guess. I don't know. That, that, that'll get it really frustrating. But anyway, he talks about uh, Pokemon Go. And I don't know how to feel about this one. He announces the, the Pokeball controller. It's called the Pokeball Plus. And uh, apparently with every Pokeball Plus, which I believe are going to go for $35 or probably more. But anyway, <laughs> hey, you get Mew with every controller. You get a Mew. Uh, how, how do you yeah. feel? This is essentially DLC. You see, like, very rare DLC for the game. Like, you get one of the most powerful Pokemon for just getting this accessory. How do you feel about it, Joe? I mean, I don't know if it's DLC, because I'm sure the fucking Mew is in the game. Uh, <clears throat> and you could probably get Mew 
via you know other means because you know they're not gonna lag fucking me behind like a forty dollar premium. <laughs> you know, uh, that'd be pretty insane for a single fucking Pokemon. But mm. I do cool. like the idea of you know having you in that Pokemon <laughs> if if that's the way you go. Well, he also announces that. Pokemon Let's Go, as well as the Pokeball Plus, is uh, getting released on November 16th, 2018. So this year, Joe. Mm-hmm. And they'll be trading between the game as well as, you know, Pokemon Go, the app. So you can send stuff you get in the app to the game, which is about two years too late, but still a cool concept. <laughs> and uh, from here, we go on to, sarcastically, my favorite franchise in the Nintendo universe, Super Mario Party. Oh, again. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> as uh, they show off a bunch of games, as uh, right off the bat, I have a problem with this little commercial for it, because they make it out like that this is such a strategic game, and not at all just like random nonsense. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I will say, as someone... I mean, look, I know people who love Mario Party. Uh, They saw this and they were very excited for the Super Mario Party game. Um, And the games that they showed, uh, the mini games that I saw, they look okay. I'll give them that. And I I like the idea of, like, putting two switches together at at weird angles and the game somehow kind of continuing along. Did you see that little part in there? Yeah, I I thought that was (laughs) actually cool, too. Like, like, there seems to be some neat stuff in there, but... As Malcolm said, uh, the games in actuality do boil down to blind, stupid, fucking infuriating luck. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, the, the game is a big deal for, for Nintendo. It's it's a game that they'll put out and people will buy enthusiastically and in great numbers. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, the weird thing about it is that they, they announced it, uh, and the game's out in October, uh, so in like three months, I guess. Uh, but... Apparently the game wasn't actually at the show outside of what they outside of that trailer. They're like the Nintendo boost, like yeah, like you can like our kiosk has like FIFA on it <laughs> and like fucking Mario Tennis, which is out like which was out like the week after E three and, and like other shit. It's like, man, what the fuck's going on at this booth? <laughs> <laughs> and like Smash Brothers. That's like and a couple other games, but it's like, man, what the fuck? Well, they better have had Smash Brothers, but yeah, I agree with everything Joe's saying here. Like, number one, there's not that much strategy into it, despite what the commercial says. But this game will sell. People love the Mar- Super Mario Party. So, yeah. we then go from there to uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Mm. The uh, what feels like the Forza of the Nintendo verse. Fire Emblem, as there seems to be a new game every conference I've noticed. <laughs> But uh, the but the first uh, <clears throat> the first like console one that they've done that isn't like fucking Fire Emblem fucking Warriors or whatever, mm. uh, like an actual honest to god fucking Fire Emblem game, you know, like the ones that they've been putting out in 3ds. Uh, but instead of and the 3ds ones are fantastic, um, but instead of you know the 16 bit kind of graphics, it's like yeah, we're doing full 3d graphics that you know are pretty much more or less the full potential of the Switch. It's like man, this game looks pretty fucking terrific. It does. Like the only thing I have negative about it is it looks badly dubbed. But aside from that, uh, (laughs) it it looks like Fire Emblem, except like each character is actually a small army or something like that. And, uh, you know, Fire Emblem is well known for the strategy gameplay of it. Uh, It sounds like you got really hyped out of this one, Joe. Yeah, I mean, it seems that we're never getting that fucking Advance War game. (laughs) The worst game that I want. Uh, 
but I guess this will fucking do. <laughs> it, it, the, the games are basically, you know, are are kind of similar in that, you know, you you put characters on a grid and you kind of and you, it's like a strategy game, yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, instead of tanks and guns, you you, you get swords and, and 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 marriage, <laughs> I guess. From here, we have a little trailer for Fortnite, which is out right now for Nintendo Switch. Yeah. It's just make sure you never play it on PS4 if you want to play it yeah, on Switch. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> it was, this is bigger news because of what Sony just continues to refuse to do. Um, and and it's this is even more infuriating than usual because, you know, like before, it's like, oh, yeah, we won't let people play with each other, you know, whatever. Uh, like, that, this was already a thing with Fortnite. It's like, oh, yeah, they remember they accidentally flipped that Switch however many months ago mm. where, like, oh, yeah, you can – people on Xbox were playing with people on PS4 for, like, a, a hot second before they, they turn it back off. Uh, <clears throat> but And, you know, that's been the extent of it. It's like, yeah, you can't play with each other. But this has gone even further where it's like, yeah, if you set up your account on PS4, uh, you can't sign in with that account on Xbox or, or Switch and continue and, you know, carry over your progress, which is wild. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, you can, like, like, to la- <laughs> like, that was like the last great joke that, that, that the, the Kazurai account made on Twitter. <laughs> uh, was it like, yeah, like, announcing one last console exclusive, your Fortnite account. <laughs> 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 it's like, man, what the fuck? Um, like, it's one thing if you don't want people to play with each other, whatever. Like, I could kind of see that, I guess. But, like, to not even let them sign into their same account across platforms is fucking just wild. It's, like, it's so antithetical. Like, like, it's so antithetical to the whole thing that they... Like, they pointed this out at Giant Bomb, too. But, like, it's so antithetical to, like, the Sony announcement of the PS4 to begin with. Where it's like, yeah, like, we're going to be the console that lets you play games super easily between your friends and this and that. Like and like within the last year, it's like no, nah, we're fuck everyone else. How about that? <laughs> like it's such a weird turnaround. It's like usually this is the kind of turnaround that happens with the next generation. They don't do this fucking dumb shit within the same generation. It's like man, doesn't anybody fucking learn from their fucking mistakes? I, I've always said on the show, like when, when <laughs> what it comes- is this cycle? Why does no one realize? <laughs> when. He- Eventually, if you're that's when you get super, super successful, you start to think your shit doesn't stink. And when that's when you run into problems and that's when you get stuff like Nintendo and Microsoft kind of making a commercial, making fun of this. Yeah. <laughs> it's like because that's the last thing uh, PlayStation wants is Sony and Microsoft. Uh, excuse me. Uh, Nintendo and Microsoft being on the same page together. <laughs> yeah. And then the statement that, that Sony put out. Was basically saying, yeah, we'll we'll look into this, I guess. In the meantime, let's like we'll just brag about how many people we got on PSN or whatever. It's like, what the fuck? It's like there's nothing to look into. We know all that you need to do is make a phone call and they hit a switch, and that's the it. work is done. They did the work. <laughs> the, the work was done. They flipped that switch by accident one time, and this could bite them in the ass if they're not careful. Yeah. yeah. Then they have the fucking balls to put out a bundle. On PS4 with like a Fortnite download or some shit. Uh-huh. Like I saw a Fortnite PS4 out there. I was like, what the fuck? We then get cut to <laughs> Reggie making a Fortnite statement that feels like he's reading off a cue card. But anyway, he then talks about some uh, other games like Overcooked 2, as it <laughs> looks kind of like Diner Dash, uh, except in random areas and what have you. Uh, mm. Okay, that comes out August 7th. Do you have anything to say on Overcooked 2? Uh, 
I never played Overcooked, but it sounded fun. Yeah. Like, hopefully you don't need to play the first one to understand the story that I'm sure is in Overcooked. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure there's a great lore to the, a rich tapestry to the Overcooked universe. A Hideo Kojima game. But anyway... Uh, we then cut to Killer Queen Black, which uh, I've heard about, actually, uh, as a really interesting fighting slash uh, strategy game. Looks fun, as you're essentially uh, doing uh, two players are controlling a beehive where they can create, like, different characters and warriors to help out in their efforts of taking over the other one. Uh, with this one, they announced that there'll be three or even four teams on the screen at the same time, which... Mm. Sounds wild. Uh, that one comes out later in 2018. And the big one was Hollow Knight, which looked fantastic. That is actually out as of this conference, so it's out right now. Mm. From there, we get the most annoying montage I've ever had in my life, because I actually took the time to write down every single game that I saw on here. Because there's release dates to all of these. It's like, dude, just just get an ex- add an extra hour to this, uh, if that's the case. <laughs> but uh, they don't... But we get stuff for games like Starlink, out October 16th. Arena of Valor, out in the fall. Minecraft, out June 21st, so out right now. Sushi Striker, out now. You know, MNR, uh, oh, Mario and Rabbit's Donkey Kong Adventure, June 26th. Mm. Pixar, fall 2018. Just Dance, the day after my birthday, October 23rd. <laughs> Uh, and kind of a, a surprise, I think this is where they announced it, Dragon Ball Fighters out 2018. Uh, yeah. Splatoon 2, Octo Expansion in summer. Captain Toad, July 13th. I really want to have the money to get that game. <laughs> uh, the Crash the Insane Trilogy will be at, will be on, on June 29th. <laughs> you know... <laughs> Uh, I believe this means that that Nintendo basically won that first generation console war because <laughs> they're all on Nintendo platforms now. Uh, you got you got Crash, you got Sonic, <laughs> you got Mario. They're all on Switch. That, that, it's, you're absolutely right. <laughs> Nintendo won that console war for that generation. It's like, you're, not, you're not gonna have any commercials with uh, with Crash outside of Nintendo offices. <laughs> no, Plumber Boy. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Put him in Smash Brothers at this point. That that'd <laughs> but, be crazy. But, <laughs> but but not like but not not the actual character Crash Bandicoot. The the guy in the Crash Bandicoot suit from that commercial <laughs> with the megaphone. <laughs> Plumber boy, I'm coming for you. <laughs> that'd be wild playing around a, a Smash Brothers with Pac Man, Mario, Sonic, and Crash. Oh. <laughs> uh, let's see, Nin, Ninjala in the spring. Uh, and I can't read my own writing, but whatever that is, is out the holiday. Uh, FIFA 18 out now and FIFA 19 and September 28th. ARC, uh, fall 2018. Wasteland 2 out in the fall. Paladin, director of the realm out now. Fallout Shelter also out now. Dark Souls Remastered still isn't out yet later in the summer. (laughs) SNK Heroines, September 7th. Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate. That's a long name. August 28th. And finally, Wolf 2. <laughs> the continuation of the Wolf story out June 29th. Oh, boy. <laughs> and then from there, uh, The World Ends With You in the Fall, which I completely forgot this game was coming to Switch. I don't know about you, Joe. Right, yeah. That's a game I never played, but I heard a lot of great things about. Same, yeah. 
Uh, Mega Man 11, which I'm also hearing great things about, uh, which I'm happy to hear, October 2nd. And Mario Aces, June 22nd, or as Joe has pointed out already, out now. Mm. So that that was a long-ass montage, Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, From there, we go to Shinji Takahashi. And then, because he literally just says, hey, thanks for coming. Let's go to this guy now. (laughs) Masahiro Sakurai. Yeah. For Smash Brothers. <laughs> poor, poor Sakurai. He, he will never be allowed to stop making this game. <laughs> no. As we get the big announcement for, I believe they're calling, is the name of the game Smash Brothers Ultimate? Is that, is that what it is? Yeah. 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 So the big announcement, people are wondering, well, who's in the game? Who, who made the cut? And here's the big announcement. Everybody. As Fucking everybody. Everybody. Like, Snake is back. By the way. Welcome it welcome back, David Hayter, as he makes his return to the character. <laughs> he actually like reported like he recorded new stuff for this game. <laughs> also, uh Snake is come is also coming as a character for Super Bomberman R, and he's also re- doing lines for that too. So we got David Hayter back as Snake, ladies and gentlemen, but not not, <laughs> not quite the way we were hoping, but hey, no. uh Snake, you have Cloud, you have Ryu. You have the Ice Climbers, you have uh, Young Link, you have Toon Link, you have Normal Link, you have three Links in one game. <laughs> uh, but yeah, every single character who ever appeared in a Smash Brothers game is in this game. It's an insane roster. Yeah, they, they, they claim it's the greatest video game crossover of all time, and it's kind of hard to argue at that point. Uh, just out of the sheer number of uh, characters that, that are going to be in there. And so much so, like, they made it a point saying, like, look, you really shouldn't expect new characters out of this one as the focus is getting everybody in there. Uh, <laughs> but they did announce one new name in one of my favorite reveals ever as Ridley of Metroid fame is finally a playable character. And uh, what did you think about the Ridley reveal? Um, I thought it was cool. Like, people... <laughs> that's the character people have been uh, been clamoring for, for for years now. Like, we want Ridley in the game, and they've kind of been, like, blowing it off as a... Man, what the fuck's the matter with you? <laughs> and here they're like, you know what? Fuck it. Here it is. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Jesus, leave us alone. <laughs> yeah, he looks uh, about as big as Bowser, except with the speed advantage as he's a little thinner but he looks really really cool and uh his super is essentially him blowing up uh Sans's <laughs> ship which is great <laughs> uh they, from here it not, co- not too much he fucking murders Mega Man yeah <laughs> he mur- and Mario <laughs> <laughs> he cuts right through him <laughs> just runs him through holy fuck oh it was spectacular and from here they talked Talk about Smash Brothers Ultimate. I'm not kidding you for another 32 minutes as they <laughs> go through literally every single character and explain little changes that have happened to them. Uh, a lot of work has been done changing the supers as it's more instantaneous and it, there's a lot less uh, aim or like you can't like miss completely like you could yeah. in the past. So, um, And yeah, like it's a 45 minute show basically and they had 30 minutes dedicated to Smash <laughs> Yeah, like literally everything I said leading up to this was like fifteen minutes. Like Joe's not even kidding. <laughs> but uh, the good, but the good news is, is that it was there. So, you know, there, and it looks it looks good. 
This looks like a full-on... This looks like the Smash Brothers game that people are going to be playing in tournaments going forward. <laughs> and poor, poor Sakurai just looks so tired. <laughs> he looks so tired. Uh, like, as they're talking about some of the details or whatever. Like, one of the things, like, yeah, it's, it's tens of thousands of changes to this game. It's like, okay, like, and they do too. <clears throat> and it seems like they cut that based on every little fucking thing that just changes from one generation to another. It's like not a big... But you can't really count that as a change, but whatever. Yeah. But one of the things that was funny to me is, like, when they're talking about Kirby, he's like, yeah, the... And he looks so tired when he's explaining this. <laughs> he's like, he's like, yeah, and, you know, this is this game includes every character ever that we put in this game. And, you know, with a character like Kirby, that means putting a fucking... That, make, that means making 60 different hats for fucking Kirby. <laughs> it's like, man, poor Sakurai. <laughs> it's just like... Because, yeah, like, that sucks because, like, man, Kirby has to be able to, like, swallow every character and come out with a little hat and have a little fucking light version of that one move that he steals from every character. It's like, man, poor Sakurai. <laughs> and another part was like, yeah, it's like, you'll notice that uh, that the cha- that we, that the, the Wii Fit Trainer, the, the face changed from this game. From the last game to this one. And, you know, I wasn't going to change the face, but the Wii Fit team insisted on us changing the face. So there it is. Oh, <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, number one, who cares? <laughs> number two, what kind of clout does the fucking Wii Fit team have over at Nintendo that they can de- <laughs> make a demand here for Smash Brothers? It's like, apparently the game was that successful. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's not a new Wii Fit game. Like, they never made one for Wii Fit. Like, was there ever a Wii Fit game for the Wii U? No! <laughs> <laughs> like, there's nothing for the Wii. They're like, there's no Wii Fit coming out for the Switch. It's like, what the fuck? What clout does the... What Wii Fit team even is there to, to make a demand like this? Apparently enough of a clout there. <laughs> so, the, I believe they said this game's coming out in January? No, December. Dece- Did they say it's December? Yeah, they, they have a date for it. December something. Uh, oh, well, look look it up just to confirm, because I could have sworn they said January. No. Okay. Well, then I've got some further bad news for you, buddy. December so, 7th. December 7th? Good God. I, I, all right. So, <laughs> which, all right. So, let's go over the final score here. As uh, Joe, you predicted Animal Crossing would <laughs> come to the Switch. It did not. No. Uh, in one that I thought was a really safe bet and a good pick, uh, Bayonetta 3 <laughs> talked about or coming out in fall. No. Where the fuck was Bayonetta 3? It, it was completely absent. It wasn't here, that's for sure. And, of course, Advance Wars did not happen. Um, I predicted there'd be another tease for Metroid Prime 4. Did not, Unless you count Redly, we did not see anything else. Yeah, that's there. about the extent of the Metroid content. <laughs> uh, Diablo 3 coming to Switch. They Nope, it was not talked about. I did, however, predict Smash Brothers would be out in December. Got that one right. So the final score is nine to four. Favor of the champ. We- <laughs> I'm so sorry, buddy. But <laughs> better luck. Better luck next year. Hopefully, Man, we get a lot. Two of those more. points came out of EA for me. <laughs> <laughs> you got two from Bethesda and two from EA. So yeah, and that's it. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, that is kind of depressing. <laughs> from there, from Prey 2 on, you just, uh, or from uh, from there on, yeah, it was just, like, wrong. You know, I can't really fault you for Square, especially. They didn't, we were expecting something, and they did absolutely nothing. <laughs> Man, my Ubisoft and Sony shows would have been better than what we got. 
it would have. It totally would have. <laughs> All right. So, how did you feel on Nintendo, bud? Uh, I don't know. Like, I mean, the the stuff that they showed outside of uh, Smash Brothers was cool. Like, I'm excited for that Fire Emblem game. Um, I'm excited for my friends for that, you know, fucking Mario Party game. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, like Smash, you know, Smash is, is what it is. You know, you're either excited for that shit or you're not. Um, like, I'll check it out. Like, I always check it out. But, like, it feels like it was too large of a presence at that show. Like, I, I was kind of hoping to just have more stuff to show overall. It was three-fourths of the show. I mean, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, I, I'm, I am excited for Smash. And uh, I do think that everyone being in there is a gigantic announcement. Uh, however, you know, it, you know, so these shows can sometimes be like a one game show. Really. You're just there to see, they're just there to talk about this one game. I was surprised how little they talked about Pokemon, which it feels weird. We're a, you know, not a few months, but we're like less than six months away from a new Pokemon game. And they've talked relatively simply about it. So mm. that, that's a little weird, but Hey. And uh, like you said, Super Mario Party will move move units, or at least it'll sell. So mm-hmm. uh, I, overall, I thought it was a pretty solid Nintendo show. Uh, it wasn't didn't like take my breath away or anything like that, but you know, it was you know the standard. I would say, uh, in the personal opinion of myself, I thought uh, Sony was the more exciting show at the end of it. But mm. uh, uh, all right, so. Joe, you did it. How are you feeling? Um, I feel like I could feel better. <laughs> well, folks, thanks very much for your patience. That has been our E3 coverage. After Joe rehabilitates his throat, we'll be back with uh, more episodes and uh, more on the news and what have you. But, mm. but, folks, thanks so much for listening. If you like what you heard, you can follow us on the podcast app on your Apple device. On Android, you can follow us on such apps such as the Podbean app, as we're on Podbean right now, uh, Stitcher Radio, which is free, just like Podbean, or if you got a little bit of cash, we recommend an app called Pocket Cast, which is actually what I use for my po- for my podcast, as does Joe. You can also find us on Twitter at PSMount for me, at Once23 for Joe, at The Firm Up for the Show. You can also find us on our own webpage, thefirmup.com where you can hard download every single episode as they come. And most importantly, we're on Patreon. Every little bit helps and can help us get more games to review, get more time to focus on the show and whatnot. Patreon.com slash the firm up. Every little bit helps us out. Is there anything else I'm forgetting, buddy? Uh, no, sir. All right. Joe, you feel better. Folks, we'll see you next time. Adios. Adios.